Welcome to the Radiant Podcast. We are so glad you joined us today. This podcast features messages, interviews, and discussions from Radiant Church located in Seneca, South Carolina. For more information about Radiant, visit RadiantChurchSC.com. Here's today's episode. Well, hey, welcome to Radiant Church. My name is Andrew. I'm the lead pastor. We're so glad you can join us today from wherever you're watching or listening from. If this is your first time with us, hey, go to RadiantChurchSC.com and click I'm new. If you fill out that short form online as a way of saying thanks, we're going to donate $5 to one of the nonprofits that's listed. I'm so excited today that I get to introduce to you a great friend of mine. He's part of Radiant Church and he's part of our Summer at Radiant series that we're doing right now. If you just joined us, Summer Radiance, uh, an opportunity for us to hear voices from other speakers as well as myself throughout June and July. And so we've had some guest speakers come through. And on this special 4th of July Sunday, I've got a buddy of mine named John Dorland who's going to be sharing with you here today. And uh, John is part of Chi Alpha Campus Ministries and at Clemson University, and they specialize in reaching students for Christ. And so I'm looking forward to how uh, John is going to share with us and what he's going to share. And I know that if you are tuning in, wherever you're watching and listening from here today, man, you're going to be blessed by this. Uh, so here he is, John Dorlin. Hi. As Andrew says, I'm John Dorlin. I work as a missionary for Chi Alpha at Clemson University. And I volunteer here at Radiant, mostly in the kids' building. But I also help with Growth Track, second week. If you haven't done that, you should go. I also am a father to my two kids, Leland and Harper. I'm a husband to my wife, Krista. In my larger family, I'm a son to my dad and mom, Bob and Ruth Ann Dorland. And I'm a son-in-law to David and Terry Lee, who you may know because they go here. And it's in South Carolina, I'm a Class D driver. And in the Assemblies of God, I'm a licensed minister. I'm sharing all these things with you, one, to help clue you in onto who I am, but also to clue you in on what we're talking about today. Everyone lives their lives filling roles they've been given. Some of them have been given, some have been bestowed on them, or some have been licensed to accomplish those roles. Your spiritual world also has roles and identity, identities for you to live in as you go through your everyday. Today we're going to look at three of those identifying words for you. That if you live those words out, could change the whole framework for how you live your everyday life. The first word today that can become an identity to live out of is the Greek word ecclesia. Ecclesia is defined as a governing assembly of citizens in the democratic city-states of Athens. Greek citizens would get together and form an assembly called the ecclesia, and they would talk about how they wanted society to run. They would talk about what's going on and how they wanted to move society forward thought for the ecclesia is that it's an assembly of called out people. The Bible actually talks about the term ecclesia or ecclesia in Matthew chapter 16. Backstory is Jesus is having a, a small group time with his disciples and he asks the question, 
Who do men say that I am? Well, Simon answers in Matthew 16. He says, you're the Christ. You're the Messiah. You're the one that we look to. You're the son of the living God. Jesus received that and responded and said, now I say to you, Simon, that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the powers of hell will not conquer it. Well, that term church there is actually the same Greek word, ecclesia. Today you're tuning into Radiant Church. But the question we're looking at today is what is Radiant Church or more importantly, who is Radiant Church? Well, Radiant Church is an assembly of believers home based in Seneca, South Carolina called out by God who look to Jesus as Messiah and who come together to discuss how to proceed forward in our community. But then they go back out and live their life in that community with Jesus. You then are the church that Jesus talks about. The way we think about it is I am the church. Everywhere that I go, I'm the church. So when someone asks, does Radiant Church feed the homeless? Do I help Elmer feed the homeless? Do I go down to the homeless shelter and help feed the homeless? Well, if I do, then Radiant Church does. Well, does Radiant Church minister to men or women? Well, I minister to men and women, so Radiant Church ministers to men and women because I am the church. So everywhere we go, we realize the identity that we are the church. The second word that I want to talk to you about is the Greek word apostolos, or in English, apostle, which means sent one. In John 8, Jesus is having a, another confrontation with the Pharisees, which wasn't an, uncommon for him. He's done something and they're up, bent out of shape, and in this he reveals his identity to them. In verse 42, Jesus says, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come from God. I'm not here on my own, but he sent me. Jesus' authority to do what he did was conferred to him by God. He was sent by God. Then he looks at his disciples and tells his disciples in John chapter 20, verse 21, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, now I am sending you. And then in John 17, Jesus is praying a blessing over his disciples and something unique happens. In verse 20, Jesus turns his prayer of blessing from the disciples who are right in front of him all the way through time. And he says in John 17, 20, I'm praying not only for those disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their name. 
So he's talking to the ecclesia, the ones who is, are, are the church, who believe in Jesus as Messiah, and praying for them all the way back when he's alive, praying for us all the way today here. In Acts, there's a unique verse that I want to look at in regards to the second word, sent one. In Acts 13, Stephen, one of the first deacons, is about to be martyred. And he's testifying in front of the Sanhedrin. And he's sharing about how God's hand has shown all the way through history. And in verse 36 of Acts 13, he, sa he, he says this phrase, This is not a reference to David, for after had David had done the will of God in his generation, he died. Well, as Stephen is recounting God's hand through history in his defense for his beliefs and actions before the Sanhedrin, he reveals a truth. This big idea that I want to look at is how heaven saw David. It says that David fulfilled God's purpose for his, in his generation, and then he died. God had a will for David to fulfill, and he did it. Now, I have a question for you. Is the Bible given as a book of examples or a book of exceptions? If God said David fulfilled his will in that generation, could God have a will for you in this generation? Let me ask you three questions. Who chose when you would be born? Well, I believe the answer is God did. Who chose where you would be born? Also, God. And then who has a reason for these two places of where and when you are to be born? Well, I believe the answer is God. This means that God sent me for this time and this place in history for a reason. So if you put all the pieces together, you are sent by God for this time in this place. So the first word we're talking about is, I'm the church. Everywhere I go, I'm the church. Remember, God chose where and when I was born. He sent me to this place and this time on purpose. So I've been sent by God. The third word that we're going to talk about today is where the name Chi Alpha comes from and is the main thought I share with students almost every time I share with them. That word is ambassador. An ambassador is a governing representative of one kingdom to another kingdom, empowered by the kingdom it is representing to conduct affairs on behalf of that kingdom in the territory it's living. For example, the American ambassador to Chile would live in the capital city of Chile and represent America to the Chilean government and the Chilean people. In 2 Corinthians 5.20, 
It says, we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. And we speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. The King James Version says, to be reconciled or to come back into a right relationship with God. The main point that I want to focus on with the term ambassador is this. An ambassador is empowered too. God is all-powerful and His ways are higher than our ways and He has the power to do whatever He wants to do. But He chose to reach humanity through you as His ambassador. The Bible doesn't say we should be His ambassadors. If we believe in Jesus, it says we are His ambassadors. The Bible says we are His ambassadors, which means whether we represent Him well or not, we still represent Him in our everyday life. In Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16, Jesus says to us that you are the light of the world and that you are the salt of the earth. We're a city set on a hill. We're supposed to shine and bring light to darkness. We're supposed to season the parts of the world that are in decay. And as an ambassador, we're actually empowered to do that. The ambassador is sent from one kingdom, empowered to represent that kingdom to the kingdom where it's sent. So we as believers, as the church, are sent by God and empowered to represent His kingdom in our everyday lives. Everywhere I go, I wear a wedding ring because I'm always married. When I'm at work, I'm still married to my wife. When I'm at home, I'm married to my wife. When I'm hiking in the woods, I'm married to my wife. When I'm leading a small group or encouraging a student or preaching the word, I'm always married to my wife. Everywhere I go and everyone I interact with in my day-to-day -day life, my sphere of influence, knows that I'm married and that I love my wife. It's an identity that I live out all the time. That's a physical identity that I always am operating in. We have a spiritual identity that we should always be operating in too. In our sphere of influence, we are a church sent by God, empowered to represent His kingdom in our everyday life. If I'm going up to work and I'm fixing someone's house, or I'm teaching students, or I'm studying classes, I'm learning and going to school, that whole, uh, in all those areas, I'm still an ambassador for Christ. I'm still in the church, representing the church, compelling everyone to be reconciled or come back into a right relationship with God. Today, 
my encouragement for you is this. Take these three words, these three ideas that you are the church sent by God and empowered to reach your sphere of influence, to be the church, to bring people back into a right relationship with God. Don't let this week go to waste. If you ask the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, He'll go with you and He'll highlight those He wants you to reach out to. Will you pray with me before we go? Father, thank you. That just like our name and our family and our, our jobs give us roles, give us identities, you have identities for us as well. Father, I pray that you would help each of us to live out being your church, sent by you for this time, for this place to represent you and compel everyone around us in our sphere of influence to come back into a right relationship with you. Holy Spirit, even now, help us to have eyes to see those in our sphere that you're working on. Help us to act like Jesus who said, I'd never do anything apart from what I see the Father doing. As we go into work, as we go into school, let us see where you're working and represent you well in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to us, you can do so by emailing us at media at radiantchurchsc.com or visit one of our social accounts on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and give us a five-star rating on the podcast platform that you listen to. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day.